Hi, welcome to Hack Your Universe. I'm Sarah. A lot of my loved ones call me Lemon, though. It's a long story. It's actually not, though. My friend had a dream I was called Lemon, and now I am. That's it. Anyways, hi, welcome to the very first episode. Firsts are hard, I will say. Beginning is scary, but this is me feeling the fear and doing it anyway. I'm glad you're here. So I've had what I like to call a personal podcast for years. I've always had a journaling practice, but one day I was like, you know what I don't have time for? Writing. You know what I do have time for? Talking to myself on my phone, because that's fine and normal, right? And it just became a thing that I did to get stuff out. And I love it. So that's why I'm here to keep talking to myself and also share it with you if you want to listen. Out in the world, I teach yoga and I also teach tiny humans, three to six years old. But underneath it all, I just like to move people closer to themselves, like the self that they are underneath all of the stories and the shoulds and the societal conditioning. So I help people get to know their bodies, their minds, their relationships, their dreams, all of it. Because I think when you get closer to yourself, you get closer to everything and everybody else around you because that's all we are, right? Like tiny universes walking around trying to figure things out. So I hope this podcast will help you both look and listen more closely to what's happening inside of you and also outside of you. I'll be sharing strange stories, offering insights, asking you questions, and just giving you some tools for hacking your universe slash designing your life to become truer and more beautiful of a thing. So you can think of it as my guide to space and time for you. Important disclaimer, I have way more questions than I have answers. There are very few things that I know for sure, but I think that's how it should be. It's our first rodeo, at least in this current body and mine, right? Anyways, today is Thursday, January 19th, and we are well into this new year. I will say, historically, I haven't really been one to feel the new year. Like, I pretty much stay in the whole self-reflection, self-improvement mode, which is definitely a blessing and a curse, for sure. But I don't know, this year feels different for me. Like, the new year, new me energy is in full swing over here. One thing to know about me is I'm a big words girl, proud Gemini over here. I love mantras. I call them my magic words and I use them to ground myself in my experience and help change my own mind about things because change your mind, change your life, right? The words you say become the house you live in. So I thought for the first episode, I would share my most current magic words that have helped set the stage for my new year and lots of new beginnings. My first and probably my favorite mantra of the year is just watch the motherfucking movie. Sorry, mom, dad, grandma, if you're listening or just watch the movie if you're not into expletives, but I certainly am. So just watch the motherfucking movie. And here's where that thought came from. I recently started watching The White Lotus. I am the last person on the planet to hop on that bandwagon, I know. But honestly, I suck at watching TV and it's a character flaw because I can't sit still or pay attention to anything ever. Anyways, it takes a lot for me to get into a show, but this show is damn good, okay? I'm so in it that I found myself getting uncomfortably anxious about the plot in certain moments like uncharacteristically so. And I had this huge exhale moment where I remembered the obvious truth of film and television. And that is, these are paid actors doing their jobs. 
they are doing their jobs very well. They are moving this plot forward and making it a very interesting experience for me. So I can feel however I want to feel about what they are doing. It's not going to change a damn thing about how this show is going to roll. Like, think about the first time that you were really shook by a horror movie. Somebody probably comforted you with that fact that it's just a movie and these actors are probably going to walk off set with blood dripping down their face and laugh about something with the axe murderer. So when we zoom out and apply that truth to our own lives, it's pretty beautiful. Your life is a movie, right? You're the main character. It's a Truman show. Everyone around you, you can think of as a paid actor, paid by the universe, God, the source, whatever you want to call it. I am of the belief that something somewhere somehow is directing this show and they are hiring people on purpose to come into our lives and teach us, challenge us, love us, irritate us, whatever it is, they change us. They are playing their parts to drive our plots forward and teach us the lessons that we were born to learn in this body. What a beautiful thing. Let's dig even deeper though. You can only control your character. You can't change anybody else's lines or blocking or costume or set changes. Yours, just yours. And we try, but in life, we really can't change the thoughts, the feelings, the actions, the intentions of anybody else in our experience because they're all in their own movie, right? Learning the things that they are meant to be learning. And at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with you. With all of that said, relax relax into the plot. The next time that you're wound up about something or someone that you can't control, or I don't know, some scene that might be coming up next in your movie, give yourself permission to sit back and watch, put your feet up, get some popcorn, let it all happen. Okay. The movie's going to go. However, the movie's going to go. So you can stress about it or you can chill the fuck out a little. And remember good movies make you feel a lot of different things. Feel everything that comes up, all the good, all the bad, all the weird, all the wonderful. Just watch the motherfucking movie, okay? It's all just showbiz, baby. It's not that serious. And one final thought while we're on this whole movie metaphor. This is not a dress rehearsal, okay? This is the show, the real deal. Your one life, one chance to live in this body that you have. Yeah, that's a pretty scary thought, but it's also a really beautiful thought. So let it energize you. The International Thespian Society says, act well your part. The theater kid in me is showing right now, but it's true. Act well your part. Create your character with intention. Remember, you can't choose all the characters, but you can choose your biggest supporting actors. So let those be actors that you really like. People who make you feel like you do a better job at playing your part. Make it a really good story. I do realize this kind of contradicts the whole relax into the plot message, but it's both, right? It's a balance between effort and ease. Like, of course, we have to put the work into the life that we want, and we have to intentionally surrender to all of the magic that is already there and already unfolding beyond our control. And when we do this, it allows us to ride the waves of our plot twist a little easier. All right, the end. Curtain close. Let's move on. My body knows best. My body knows best. So my yoga teacher slash really great friend likes to say, the mind will lie to you. The body literally can't. But it's hard because we're trained our whole life to ignore our bodies. We're taught to look outside of ourselves for answers instead of inside for answers. And because of that, we just don't trust ourselves. We don't trust our bodies. We 
by default lead with our head and we just hope that our heart is going to catch up eventually. But no, we have to practice letting the body lead. And along with that, quieting the mind who is desperately seeking to analyze and explain and understand and make sense of what we're experiencing because that's its job, right? But we have a duty to keep it in check. We got to become the supervisor of the mind because otherwise we'll just keep gaslighting ourselves out of feeling the way that we feel. We're really good at that. We feel a sensation. We get a message from the body. And instead of just feeling it and letting that be enough, we attach a story to it. And then we attach a story to that story and then another story to that story. And when we do that, we put our thoughts and our feelings at war with each other instead of just honoring the communication from our body, which is 100% of the time purposeful and truthful. Our bodies are way smarter than us. They're beautiful, brilliant, little ecosystems, little universes. The body has been around way longer than the mind has. It knows what it's doing. Its job is to keep us alive and keep us well. It's always sending you signals, letting you know, are you safe right now? Are you in danger? Are your needs being met? Our body knows all of these things and we just like to walk around and pretend like we don't know them. So a couple things to practice here. First of all, you can ask yourself, what am I pretending not to know? Oof, it's a big question, right? A lot can come up really quick. So sit with whatever showed up if something did. But ask yourself, what is my body telling me? How is my body responding in this moment that I'm choosing to ignore or talk myself out of? Okay, you don't have to intellectualize every sensation. You can just accept the thing that showed up. Another way to practice this in your life is to notice who your body feels really good around. Notice who you can relax around. Who do you feel like you around? And inversely, ask yourself, who do I not feel safe or relaxed around? Who does my body shut down around? What am I doing when I don't feel in alignment? Make it a point to check in with your body when you move through different spaces. Just notice, start to notice your own body language. And you don't have to do anything else about it. You don't have to make any drastic changes to who you're with or what you do. Just start to tap in and pay attention to what shows up because that's where it all starts. Accepting sensation as information. And of course, the stories will come no matter what. So let them in, but see them as stories, not truth. Take the body as truth. It knows. Next, we have, this is expansion. This is expansion. Now, this phrase is absolutely magical and you can use it anytime you're feeling a big feeling, but I think it's especially relevant for heartbreak, be it big or small. And I've been sitting in a lot of that recently, honestly, and I remind myself this a lot. This is expansion. These are growing pains. Anytime I feel pain or grief, my heart is getting stronger. It's growing up with me. And my ability to sit in this space of pain and grief and let it in will only increase my capacity to love. And that's on the unity of opposites. Like there wouldn't be so much pain if there wasn't so much love. And in general, we 
are taught to escape pain. We think of it as something to avoid, but in reality, or I'll speak for myself, I guess, but I came here to feel everything. I want to do it all, see it all, be it all, feel it all. And my capacity to endure these more painful moments will directly impact my ability to experience joy and love and all the other beautiful parts and feelings that live on the other side of this pain. And what I love about this phrase is that it is really neutral, which is how we practice quieting the mind and getting out of the judgment and just enjoy our movie. So the next time anything hurts for whatever reason, just remind yourself, this is expansion. This is evolution. Discomfort is required to change. Like think about the growth spurts you had as a kid where your body would just ache. It's like that. And this is the part where your heart gets bigger and older and wiser. We have to let our heart get bigger. And with that, remember that even though it sucks really bad right now and it hurts and you just want it to go away, that it will go away. It fades every single time and you got to let yourself grow. So the next mantra has two folds. It's twofold has two folds. I don't know. It has two parts. You get it. It is. I am fine to let this go and I am free to begin again. Now, I find these phrases enjoyable to use all the time, all the time in absolutely any experience I have, big or small. It's almost become like a comedic bit that I do with myself whenever anything funny or weird happens. So like, for example, the other day I was at home putting groceries away and I had one of those brain farts where I like tried to put the almond milk away in the cabinet you know, instead of the fridge. And I like paused and I was like, I'm fine to let this go. I'm free to begin again. Hilarious. Point is, use it anywhere. Like someone cuts you off in traffic. Sure, you feel the feeling. You feel scared or mad or whatever you feel when it happens. You take a breath. I'm fine to let this go. It's always relevant because that's all we're doing, right? We're just beginning again all the time. And I think the more that we can practice this mindset shift in those smaller, sillier, more insignificant times, the easier it becomes to move them to those bigger, heavier changes or transitions in our life, like a breakup or a rejection from a job, whatever it is. I'm fine to let this go. I am free to begin again. And similar to the whole this is expansion piece, these phrases are off are also so grounding because they're neutral. They neutralize the experience. And again, that's how we quiet the mind. We aren't judging. We are just observing. We're just watching the movie, right? The moment was here. The thing was mine. Now it is no longer here and it is no longer mine. And I'm giving myself conscious permission to let this leave my experience. And when I do that, I make space for something new to be born, something deeper, something different, something better. And if you don't give yourself that conscious permission to stop clinging to the thing, your body will hang on to that shit forever. Body keeps the score, right? So try to keep the tallies low. Let go of the shit that is making your movie suck. Life is hard, but it's even harder when you cling to what's not yours to hold. Damn, that took a steep turn from the almond milk, but... Again, it's always relevant. I'm fine to let this go. I am free to begin again. Voila, we get to start over all the time. How cool. Okay, last but not least, we plan and God laughs. I love this phrase. You may have heard it before. I actually don't know the origin, but I think it's perfect. And of course, you can substitute whatever feels good in lieu of God. The universe, Michelle Obama, 
whoever or whatever you look to for comfort and guidance, remember, they are directing the show. They are making the final says. Yes, you're the main character and you get to make your little artistic choices, but they get the final say in what lessons you learn and how you learn them. And of course, this is my opinion. We could debate the free will thing for hours and hours, but that's the best way that I can organize my thoughts is like it's a movie. And we, as characters, have a duty to work with the energy of the life and the story that we want to create. So we choose our costumes and our props and our set pieces and things, but our plot is just a tiny part of this much larger story of life. And this director, whoever it may be, that is way more intelligent and calculated than we have the capacity to understand is calling the shots. And our duty is to relax into the plot, right? And trust that everything is working out for us, even if it doesn't show up in the way that we wanted it to. Like we can all look to our past to see evidence of this. We all have those things that didn't work out the way we wanted them to, that in time led us to things way better, way more beautiful than we even had the capacity to plan for. And that's life. That's evolution. Things change. And this is one of the harder parts of experiencing time in a linear way, like we humans do. We can really only live life one way and then understand it when we look back because we know time to be aligned. But newsflash, it's not. Time is a fake bitch, if you haven't heard by now. <laughs> I love her, but it's true. She's got us whipped. I did not plan to get into this whole time equals fake thing, but here we are. It's true. It's all a circle and you got to trust. Let me bring it back. The point is your life is now. Your life is right now. And we think we do, but we really have no idea what could be born in the next moment. Like, of course, there's some level of predictability, but anything can happen. Anything can happen. You don't know who you're going to be. You don't know how you're going to feel. So work with what's happening right now. And of course, think ahead, plan for the person and the life that you want, but don't get so lost there that you lose your life because it's here. Okay, that's that on that for now. This is the part where I leave you to your space, your time to figure your things out little by little and then all at once. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate it, leave a review, share it with your people and follow the show so you don't miss an episode. And of course, feedback, comments, questions, conversations are always welcome. I'll put my social medias in the show notes so you know where to find me and I'll be putting out new episodes every Friday. Take care out there.